Hello, good morning. This is Monique from Neek Speaks, and it is a bright and beautiful Tuesday morning. I got up and I started reading this morning, actually a book I have read before. And it's interesting how, just like when you watch a movie a second time, a third time, you see things or you embrace things or I guess certain things will resonate with you at one point that may not have resonated at another point. And the title of the book is Just Shut Up and Do It. And it is written by Brian Tracy. And he also wrote the book Eat That Frog, which I want to read that one too. But I'm reading this morning because I had an interesting conversation with someone yesterday about incapabilities and you know reasons for not achieving and just a whole lot of information about why he felt he had not gotten to the point that he wanted to go and my biggest question at the time was where do you want to go how can you say you didn't get to where you want to go when you have no idea where you want to go you've been winging it you know, and in this book, there are a couple of nuggets that just resonate with me. And there's one that says, it, it talks about, he explains elephants and how they're large creatures and how back in the day, you know, they were, you know, creatures to be feared. And how as large as these Indian elephants were considered to be battle tanks, they are no longer that. Because when the kid is born, it's tied up. And it it learns limitations. It learns that the legs are limited to movement because it's tied to a heavier object than the child. So the author describes how the elephants, you know, have been humbled and somewhat incapacitated because instead of being, you know, these battle tanks, they're just beasts that do labor according to what they're told. And he describes it as learned helplessness. So ultimately the idea is that if one is taught how to disregard or um, to embrace, to disregard their strength and embrace helplessness, it's learned helplessness. It's not that you're helpless, but the idea has been created for you and you've allowed yourself to accept it and I feel that we have so much potential as humans to realize so many things and yet we tend to depend on these um, negative thoughts or the excuses that we tell ourselves and we are all guilty of creating a full potential situation depending on the situation, depending on the human.
So we all see that Bill Gates has achieved a lot of money and fame and know-how and he is um, considered to be a smart person. But amidst all of that, I am sure that there are fragments of his life that he is probably still working on. You find a minuscule number of humans who have reached their full potential, yet they still search for more. And I believe that we are responsible for the things that we do. And there are times that life throws things at us that we have no control over, but we have control over how we react. And in some cases, we don't have control over how we react because of the situation that we're in. If you think of a classroom setting where a student feels that he needs to debate his points or his grade, he may not be faced with a teacher who is capable of embracing that he has the right to defend his grades. And so in that moment, He's crippled for that idea, but it does not mean it needs to be a long-term thing. And I think one of the biggest things that we use as humans to hinder us is our past experience. We find ways to tell ourselves that we can't do something or something won't work out because of what happened in the past. And the past is indicative of a lot of things, but it doesn't necessarily dictate exactly what will happen in the future in that regard. Because we can't control or fix the past in every essence of it. And I say that because going back to the student, you can fix the idea of retaking a test or doing an, an assignment over and getting a better grade, but the past is the same. You did not achieve the grade you wanted to achieve on the first take. And it happens to be something you cannot change, but it's something you can improve looking forward. So you don't have to be accepting of that grade and have at the end of the year um, a grade that you're not proud of but you can affect the future by redoing the test or the assignment, getting a better grade and getting better results. It's, it's one of those things where you have to identify perspective. And once you identify that you are responsible, and again, there are some certain things that you are responsible for and certain things that you can't control. I can't control the fact that the rain is falling when I need to have a baby shower on the outside, but I'm responsible for hosting a baby shower so I keep it on the inside. You know, it's, it's, it's what we're driven by. And if we continue to identify the root cause of whatever negativity we have or the root cause of our feeling. So I feel weak. I feel listless. I feel like I can't accomplish anything. I feel like everything I do is wrong. I feel, what is the root cause of that? Are you taking responsibility for certain things? Are you not? And if you don't take responsibility, who's responsible? And if the person is responsible, is it that you're blaming the person or is, are they truly responsible? Because that's another thing. We, we carry guilt for what happened in the past or we can carry blame. 
So the reason I have low self-esteem is my family always told me I was too uh, tall for my age. I was eight and I was too tall. Now that didn't personally happen to me because I'm still trying to be tall, trying to wear all these six inches heels. But an awkward eight-year-old who's told that she's too tall might struggle with it and blame others for why she struggles with self-esteem. It's one of those things where if you've identified that your whole psyche is about or takes you to a level of making excuses or a level of blame or a level of guilt sometimes you carry guilt for some mistake that was made in the past then uh, that can cripple you too the author of this book goes on to say quite a few things with regards to success versus failure and what can trigger your success but I'm gonna read one paragraph that I love. I love a lot of parts of it, but just to read one part, it says, instead of using your brilliant mind to think about all the justifications and reasons you have to feel negatively towards someone who you feel caused your situation, you should Use that incredible mind of yours to think of all the reasons why you might be responsible for a negative situation that has occurred or is occurring in your life. And it it just points for me, it just points to how we carry things and and how we carry what was said to us in the past. And sometimes we need a little help with getting over certain things and 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 we need uh, help boosting our self-esteem but ultimately if we cripple our potential based on what someone else has done or what we consider to be what someone else has done to us or what has happened to us then we lose the opportunity of evolving into this success area or achieving this goal that we want to achieve your goal can be as simple as earning a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time in your life your goal could be achieving a particular degree whatever the case may be but creating habits and identifying goals and then taking charge of your life is the big thing you know, taking charge of your life and being able to think about why certain things happen, why we shouldn't let them happen again, and how we can keep emotional control of our lives. Um, people say they aim for happiness. And for me, I, I strongly believe that every human has days when they're not necessarily happy you know, have days when they're not necessarily happy, not necessarily at peace with a situation. You could be driving in the car and your thoughts take you somewhere that is not cool, not positive. And, you know, you have control 
over grabbing that back. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have control over how far our minds go. Sometimes we lose sleep at night, pondering and pondering and pondering and hours and hours. And I'm guilty of it. I'm sure a lot of people have been guilty of it. Pondering on things from a yesterday or a last year or 10 years ago and taking us to a place that is not pleasant. And the rule for happiness is, I believe, to not, and I can't say never be upset, but not be upset or angry about something that you cannot change. If it's something that you cannot change, pondering and losing sleep and and, and causing health problems is not making you happy. Now, it's way easier said than done. There's no way you can just turn the switch off and say, stop thinking bad things. But when you find yourself thinking about the past or something you can't change or even something in the present that you can't change, it behooves you whose goal is to maintain a successful life is to, is to turn that off, is to find a way to turn it up, either a distraction, uh, read a book, focus on positive things, focus on the things that you are proud of, focus on the things that you have achieved, focus on your next move. Okay, this didn't work out. What is my next move? How do I fix that? What's my next step? Your greatest strength is your ability to see yourself outside of a situation and mold that situation into what you want it to be make a decision and make a decision to accept responsibility for what you can do what you will do and what you have done and then you make the decision to go forward Go forward. What do I need to do to go forward? Because, like I said, the hours you spend on your yesterday that you cannot change, you could use that energy to multiply positive outcomes in your today and your tomorrow.